Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. It is a Tuesday here in the com studios, and that means it's a two for Tuesday. You got not just one, but two hosts today. You got That's me. Right. You got Therese Apel. Therese, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Well, I kind of came in on two wheels, but I got here just in time. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she showed up last 10 seconds of the uh, intro there going and <laughs> rocking and rolling, man. That's right. Hey, you know, as I've learned with this stuff, you know, when you have somebody who helps you out that uh, has to work around breaking news and stories and everything, I've learned to... Do show prep based on doing it solo, and if you join, it just means we get to talk about that show Right, prep. right. And uh, there's always plenty of good topics to talk about, so oh, appreciate you coming. Yeah, thanks for thanks for letting me show up almost late. How was the uh, how was the chef's convention? Oh, it was good. It was a lot of fun, and of course... Sounds you know, like a hoot. It, it, it's always an adventure, to say the least, and uh, sometimes during election years, you know, you don't have quite the crowd that you have during the other years, because people, of course, are, you know, focusing on their... Their elections and, and things like that. So it was it was a smaller crowd than usual, but still a good time. And, and granted, I was only there for about about twenty four hours. So got yeah. to see some of the presentations, got to shake hands and kiss babies and stuff. So yeah, that was down on the coast, wasn't it? Yeah, sure yeah. was. I think I'm sneaking down there here in a couple of weeks for a one nighter. Yeah, I love the coast. I used, <clears throat> quick story. I, before Katrina, had a condo down there for a short time and. Was went to bartending school down there. Oh, fine. Cres- Crescent City Bartending School. It was yeah. right there where forty nine deads and dead ends to what's the what's twenty what's fifty. What's that? What's the beach highway? Ten. Is that no? No. Ten's the interstate. Though. Okay. Ninety. Okay. Yeah. Ninety. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just always call it Beach Boulevard, but ninety. It was right there on the right, and man, that was just a fun little time. The condo was right there. Most people remember where Ruby Tuesdays was down there. It was right mm-hmm. behind it. And uh, man, I loved it. That was just a that was a special place and a special time. It's different now. I still love it, but it's much more thirty eight ish. Sure. Now than what it was back in the nineties. Sure. Well, and and my latest thing with the coast is that so I kind of when I worked at the Clarion Ledger, they gave us a certain amount of you know travel that we had to do, and we had the card for it and whatever. But we had to use Hampton. I mean, uh, sorry, Hilton Properties. Yeah. So there's a Hampton down there that every time I got sent to the coast, it's the one right there on Beach Boulevard in Biloxi. And it was usually about 90 bucks a night, you know, something like that. So I made that the place that I always go when I go to the beach. Everybody goes to the fancy places, the casino, but I get my Hilton points. And, and when I was at the Clarion Ledger, that's where I went. Well, they went and remodeled it. So now it's like... Last time I checked, it was like two hundred twenty dollars a night instead of ninety dollars a night. So I, I'm I'm a little bit sad that Hampton, the Hampton of all places, that was my broke g- my heart, man. Back <laughs> in the nineties and two thousands, the Hamptons were my go to. Mm-hmm. 
Like you could go out of town. If you stayed at one Hampton, you stayed at them all. Right, right. They were That's... very consistent. <laughs> kind of like a kind of like a fast food restaurant. They were very consistent. If you had one McDonald's burger in Jackson, you had the same McDonald's burger in North Carolina. Right. Know? Probably maybe a little more care in North Carolina, <clears throat> but neither here nor there. Hey, have you? Well, first off, let's rewind. Okay. I got to start the show with uh, some condolences to a a friend of the show, a friend of the WYAB, uh, Pastor Franco. Frank Hornsby from Life Church in Jackson, technically in Brandon, but it's called Life Church of Jackson. Out there on 471, passed away yesterday morning very, oh, no. very unexpectedly. He was here last week, either Thursday or Friday, on Jameson Haygood's show, uh, promoting the church's, um, I, I don't want to call it a protest. It wasn't a protest. It was just a rally in front of the Target in Flowood. It was going to be this past Saturday. Weather delayed that frank actually reached out to me personally uh sent me a text said, hey clay we're not coming because i was going to go and put my time where my mouth is and i was going to go so i said hey why don't you come on the show this upcoming thursday and we'll promote it for next saturday absolutely had it on the books i never put anything in my calendar i just try to remember everything right this is the one dang thing i stuck in my calendar my phone was frank so i did i didn't want to double book it i was really excited because he's a guy who wasn't scared to bring politics into the church he says the state the government don't stay out of the church's business, and so why should we stay out of the right. government's? And I just love that. It gets me fired up. And uh, we lost a great patriot and uh, a very, very important leader in our movement um, yesterday. So I want to send my condolences out to Frank's family, Frank's, Absolutely. Uh, Frank's church members, and anybody that knew Frank. Uh, <clears throat> I will talk to Jameson and see if we can't get that last show that he did put on a podcast for you guys. And kind of go from there. But uh, condolences out to Frank Hornsby. I didn't want to start the show and get into any of my incendiariness without getting that out of the way first. Sure, sure. So, um, now let's have some fun. Okay. If that's what you want to call this. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> this is one of those ones where you're about to say, I don't want to drag you down a political rabbit hole, but. <laughs> I'm going to call this political. Okay. No, definitely, definitely a rabbit hole you may not want to go down. All right. Have you seen, Have you been keeping up with the Barry Seafood drama? No. All right. Bring you up to speed real quick. So this is this is a blind react, basically. Whatever you're about to say to me, then this will be my first reaction. All right, good. To put it in TikTok terms. Well, see, I like doing these, and I like doing them to myself. There's yeah. articles I save that I don't read because I want to have my true reaction right. on the air. I don't want it to feel, feel contrived. Right. I think it's more authentic. So there's a video floating around on TikTok, uh, probably other places, too. I saw it on TikTok. Uh, a black lady's in there. Maybe it's a black guy, whatever. I can't tell. They're holding the camera. And they're trying to explain that Barry's is segregated. Black folks over here, white folks over here. The video doesn't even show that, actually. The video shows a whole group of black people in one area. Then the rest of the restaurant's mixed. The whole story, somebody was having a, somebody black was having a birthday party of some sort. Right. So they had a huge section of just them. I guess one of the guests did not get the memo. Mm. So they're doing this video. And they're trying to say Barry's is racist because they're segregating <laughs> black people and white people. Let, first off, Barry's is having Barry's is having all you can eat crab legs this Friday night. Uh, they ain't racist. That that aside, I see all these people that I know on Facebook making these posts. I screenshot them. I'm not going to name any names, but I screenshot them. I'm going to read a couple of them to you. Our hearts and prayers are going out to the Barry's at Barry Seafood. They are wonderful Christian people currently going through a tough time they got called racist mm-hmm. i get called racist 15 times a day i don't see any like-minded post with people praying for clay edwards right going through hard times being called racist <laughs> <laughs> i'm a little jealous maybe do i need to build a cross 
Well, maybe you need to serve crab legs. Do I need to? Maybe so. Do I, <laughs> I think need a lot to, of people would like you if you did that. <laughs> do I need to build a crab. They are making an amends with the urban community. They have crab legs this Friday night. I know. Look, say whatever you want. Y'all like your crab legs. Well, I think everybody likes crab legs, don't they? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> have you been to the Juicy Seafood since the brawl? I have not. Me either. I actually have never been there. I've heard it's good. And somebody said the other day that we needed to go there. I just haven't been there. I just want to go and just sit back with my phone on. Just like, wait. I watch, watch for the crab legs to start getting empty and let, the, let them fight over them. See what happens. Crab legs have become like the new trendy food. Ah. Well, yeah. And I noticed from time to time you have that. Like, and it's, I mean, I realize different things. But like charcuterie boards. Yes. Like, who even did that when we were kids? God, I don't know, but I wish they had. Mama, yeah. I'm mad at you. Okay, so me and Allison have been having this conversation. Okay. You know what you don't see anymore? What? I know there's one in Brand- Pearl, technically. You don't see Chinese restaurants, Chinese buffets anymore. Really, you don't see Chinese restaurants, honestly. There's a couple. Right. But you know what's replaced those? What? The the Krusty Krab and all these things. They're all Asian-owned. Huh. These are uh, these all-you-can-eat seafood, uh, boiled, boiled seafood locations. Yeah, and I've got to say, I, I've, I hate to sound, you know, behind the times, but I've not been to an all-you-can-eat seafood location. I hadn't either. It's not so, my, I'm not a seafood person. Yeah. It, uh, it, it wreaks havoc on my gout. Yeah. And it's very acidic. And uh, so I just try to, I love, I love boiled shrimp. That's really yeah, all I like. I, I like boiled shrimp. shrimp. That's mm-hmm. really where it stops for me. I'm not a big crab legs fan. Right. There's certain I mean, fish that I like, <clears throat> but I couldn't even tell you, you know, grouper maybe. I'm, you I, know. I, I, I like I like redfish. <laughs> Yeah. My dad like ate redfish. I would nibble on his every now and then. I was like, oh, you know, it tastes like chicken. Sure. You know what I'll do? I'll just eat chicken. Yeah. That, and it's more filling, too. Right, exactly. Well, okay, so I didn't get to blind react to what you said. Okay. So first of all, the thing about assuming that a place is racist because people are sitting in different sections or whatever like that, I want us to quit giving a platform to every idiot with a telephone who can, you know, take video and like, oh, look, here's my idiot opinion. Because as soon as somebody says racist, the whole world has to stop and react to it or be afraid of it or back down from it or whatever like that. I'm glad you said that because I have that in my notes here to mention. Yeah. That people are like, <clears throat> people are like, why haven't you shared about this? Why haven't you talked about this? Because I don't want to bring any more attention to it because every comment right. that I saw from these prayer requests right. where people say, I hadn't even heard anything. What happened? Right. Right. And, and I mean, we see this a lot from where we sit because, and I'll be honest, like there are times, you know, people ask me why I haven't covered a story. And sometimes it's because I'm super busy and I haven't had a chance to. Um, but sometimes it's because like I looked at the situation and frankly, A, is this person telling me the truth? Okay, so if you're up here and you're just saying, boo hiss, I think this restaurant is racist because... There's a big bunch of black people sitting over here, and then there's other people sitting everywhere else, not just white people, but you said it's kind of mixed. Well, the fact is, you know, on top of that, I have noticed that in in mixed groups, sometimes the races tend to sit among their own anyway. You know, it's like you see a group of white people, they will go sit with the white people and groups. And and I don't self segregate. Yeah, we terribly bad in the South. Well, and I notice that sometimes because I go to a um, to a church that is all different races. And sometimes you look around and like all the pews are mixed. And sometimes you look and it's like it's a little bit. It's never completely segregated. But I've noticed that phenomenon anyway. And I think if you look around, you'll see that everywhere. So to just say because this is happening. How did berries have anything to do with that? But but we let one idiot with a cell phone, and yes, lady, if you're out there listening, you are an idiot. 
and you have created chaos. And you if, know, if somebody has the video, text it to me uh, on the Guns and Gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. Just like so a show, Teres, so she knows exactly what we're show, talking about. Because even I saw it. I'm always looking for that when people say, "Oh, okay, well, let's see, let's let's peel the onion back." Yeah, and I'm like, there's a group of black folks here that were ha- at this party, right? And why were no white people invited to that party, black folks? And then you look over here, and the rest of the restaurants well blended, right? And first off, they're all under one roof. Right. Wouldn't segregation be y'all can't come in? Well, it's again, it's and and to be fair, it's on both sides. Like I have to maintain the stance here that if people are going to be jerks, they're going to be jerks. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what they look like. So the thing that, that just gets me is for some reason, the way the world is, we want so badly to have something to fight over or to be offended by. That it just takes that, like I said, that idiot with a cell phone who decides to put their opinion out there. You know what? I mean, I could. Well, actually, the best example is somebody. Oh, wait. Hold on. Here's the video. She calls it the Jim Crow law effect in public. So they're walking through. Okay. What I'm watching here is this person with the camera is walking through berries. And hold on. I'm going to have to watch this again because that was pretty quick. Um Okay, so she's sitting, or this person is sitting at a table of black people. They, and then she walks, or they walk to the other side of the restaurant, and there are some white people there. It does look like they're mixed. It, and there's a longer version of that. I'll yeah. see if I can put my hands on it. But that's the gist of it. Yeah, and, and that's just silly. This person singularly decided that this is racist somehow. Mm-hmm. When they're sitting with a group of people they came with. Well, I mean, is, is it and because... it's communal the, seating, too, I, apparently. Is it because it looks like the birthday party's in a separate room? Yeah, because, you know, Barry, that's really... The food part is in one area. Mm-hmm. I've only been to Barry's once. And for full disclosure, I, I don't like... I don't eat at buffets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't ate at a buffet in my adult life. I just don't care for them. They're nasty. Yeah. Uh, the food's just not good. You know, Barry's is all right. Barry, Barry's is the best of the bad. You know, if you if you like see if you like buffets, but it's just not my thing. No knock at berries. <clears throat> yeah, I understand the con. The, I understand the market of giving away uh, all you can eat food. Sure. You can't give away prime, but they are. Uh, what was I saying? I got to talk about why I don't eat buffets. And <laughs> how to I was part. just asking if it was because because I've been to you know plenty of parties that you go to oh, a yeah, restaurant the re- and there's a separate they have a bunch room. of different rooms down each side. Yeah, you know because people will rent them for events and uh, business meetings and that during lunch they'll have business lunches there. So that's a big business for them. And I'm I'm sure there are some communal stuff in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, around the buffets. I'm almost positive there are, but I think the bigger biggest part of their seatings are these rooms. You know, yeah. so if you tell me, if you tell somebody you're having a get uh, a meeting, a party, whatever it may be, well, they're going to try to put you off into a room, uh, you know, as mo- as private as possible. I think that would be a good thing. Wouldn't yeah, it? yeah. I mean, I I generally like it when a gathering that I'm with that we're trying to get something done or we're trying to celebrate something when we get our own room. But all that said, I want to just go back to regardless of color, the idiot with the cell phone is the problem here. And I'm not saying that idiots shouldn't have cell phones because you got to be able to call your mama when, you know, you jump into the candy van and realize that it's not that. But on the other hand, like, please stop. Please stop with the dumb posting because all you're trying to do is stir up trouble. Amen. And that was my whole point of this conversation. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've got my, my jokes about it. But and I know that I did exactly what I'm nagging about y'all doing. <laughs> I thought about that at some point. I was by, like, we're by, just by doing By breathing oxygen into it. <laughs> but it... it 
it was all over the place. Like I even said, said, said something to Kim Wade about it last night. He said, what happened at Barry's? Right. You know, he's like, they just, they just need to shut up about it. Let it blow over. I was like, I know, but I'm not going to now. Yeah. You know, I, people, people have requested my opinion on it. So I'm letting them have it. Well, and I think part of it too, is that like when there's racial outrage on either side, I think people send it to you. Like, oh. I think you're the guy they like go tattle to, yep. you know, I think it's funny. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why I don't hear about a lot of the stuff is because well, people know I'm just going to be like, who's the idiot in this situation? Okay. What, solved. What, and I know that people have their predetermined opinion of me. It doesn't matter what I say, what I do, right. whatever. They're do what they're but do. but people are usually surprised at how in the middle I really am on this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like sometimes I just know I'm going to take white people's side, and I'm like, no, they're wrong. Mm-hmm. They just, they they're dead wrong. <laughs> Hate you to know? say it, y'all. White people are wrong a lot. <laughs> yeah, we, we are. We are a whole lot. All right, let's take a break real quick. I want to come back. I want to I want to ask Tress what the phenomenon with Matt Rife is. Oh yes, let's talk about Matt. Let's, Reif. let's talk about this. We'll be right back on the other side of this break on the Clay Edwards Show. We're gonna get it. We're gonna dive into some political stuff today too. I understand why some of y'all listen, but we ain't diving too deep into it today. I need a break. We'll be right back. What if I told you I have finally found a dependable, trustworthy person for all of your home remodel and repair needs? Whether you need a deck built, your kitchen remodeled, the whole house repainted, or just a room repainted, new cabinets, anything. What if I also told you that person does not require a material deposit, up to a certain limit, of course? Well, that guy does exist. He's right here locally. His name is Rodney Raider with Next Level Services. They're out of Flowood, Mississippi. They service the whole Tri-County area. You can go find them. They are on the Next Door app and check out all their reviews. Again, they do interiors, exteriors, remodels, decks, kitchens, painting, and more. And the great thing is no upfront material deposit is required. Now look, be patient with Rodney. The best always have a, always have a little wait time. And uh, also, it's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. No payment until you are 100% satisfied. You can get in touch with Rodney now at 601-622-2016. That's Rodney Raider with Next Level Services for all of your home improvement and remodel needs. Rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the... We're going to tweak the name of the studio moving forward a little bit until some sponsor decides they want to pay for it. Right. It's the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group studio. <laughs> Let's just make it as long as possible. Yeah, the Clay Edwards <laughs> Show Facebook group studio. Um, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. I did follow up on my words yesterday and change and not, well, I changed the name of the Save Jackson page. We'll talk about that too, but I did start a Facebook group. I have not added any members yet. It said it's private. I believe you can search it. Just go search Clay Edwards Show. I deleted the Clay Edwards Show Facebook page. So, I mean, how many Clay Edwards pages do I need? And I, I just started a group. Right. So, we can go in there. You guys will be able to post. I'll be able to post. We're going to have discussions. That'll Why be a blast. Why do I feel like that's going to be like a fight at Barry? At a, which is the seafood place that had the fight? Barry's? <laughs> no, that's, that's oh, the other oh, the juicy, the juicy, <laughs> the juicy crab Maybe or Maybe I should just say that's going to be a free-for-all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I, I, I am going to set it where I have to approve posts. Yeah, good. You know, because, I mean, otherwise. It can get out of hand quick. Right. Where's Thomas? Hand. He'll oh, be there. <laughs> no. You know, I meant to ask. Um, Thomas has been MIA. Thomas must be agreeing with me so much he quit listening. I bet that's it. But I don't. Cause we've been, I, I've been all on this Pride Month stuff for the last couple of weeks, and I haven't heard a hind or hair from Thomas. Mm. You know, and I know, okay. I know I know, we're on the same page on that. So, yeah. Hey, real quick. What's for lunch today? You may be asking yourself. How about. The Gathering restaurant right there at the town of Livingston at the corner of Highway 463 and Highway 22 in Madison County. 
Uh, my keto fans out there, people watching the carbs, they got a, they got something for you today. It's hamburger steak day. You get Ooh. two sides, cornbread. Well, you ain't getting. You don't need a cornbread if you're on keto. But if you aren't, they got cornbread and a drink. And uh, I believe it comes with gravy, too, if you don't go with uh, the keto option. Well, uh, and if you want to eat that cornbread, it just depends on how many carbs you have in your budget today. So. It does. Look, so I went last Tuesday with Matt and Cliff up here. Uh-huh. Now, I did not get the hamburger steak. I had just cooked about nine hamburgers the night before. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> just to have, to eat on, just the meat itself. <clears throat> so I just said, to heck with it. I got... They have fried chicken on the menu every day. Mm. And I got their Nashville hot fried chicken, bone-in, white meat. Guys, there's a picture of it on my Facebook from last week. Be sure to try that, too. Yeah, this is the part of the show that we like to talk about where Clay talks about all the delicious food. And then I sit here and go, man, I'm hungry. Well, I'm going to tell you what. You can't go wrong at the gathering restaurant. Also, keep in mind, uh, if you want something for dinner and don't feel like cooking, they have their midweek menu little midweek uh, specials every tuesday through thursday from 4 30 p.m to 9 p.m two people can eat for 30 bucks you get two entrees an appetizer and they do have some add-ons available too the entrees include southern cob salad summer salad the lm salad which is the livingston market salad i assume mm-hmm. and chicken panay chicken parmesan Bolognese, the Highway 22 burger, and the Dumbo's chicken sandwich. My boss man up here, Matt, got the chicken sandwich at lunch last week, and it looked phenomenal. I mean, all these chicken sandwich battles, they would all lose to the Dumbo's chicken sandwich if if it's half as good as it looked. So be sure to check that out. That is the Gathering Restaurant at the Town of Livingston, located at the corner of Highway 463 and 22 in Madison County. Again, today's Blue Plate Special is hamburger steak with two sides, cornbread, and a drink. But they have a full menu of stuff to choose from. And it's such a cool restaurant to go. Just the ambiance alone is almost worth the trip. That What they've done there with the town of Livingston is so cool. All right, Tris. Yes. Tell us what the fuss is about Matt Rife. Okay, so I first met Matt Rife. I say met because TikTok is its own marketplace. Um so somehow, I guess I saw somebody repost him or he showed up on my For You page, and he's hilarious. Now, he's got this look, and of course, everyone knows it now because we've all seen it on Facebook about 750 million times. Um, but it's like at first, I was just like, I can't decide if he's hot or not because he's kind of got that super pretty look, you know, and, and it wasn't really, that wasn't why I stopped to watch him. I stopped to watch him because he was funny. And the reason I like him is because most of his his shtick is that he gets up there and he starts he'll he'll start with an idea kind of like the way we chase rabbits but and then he'll start to interact with the audience and then most of his his thing on stage is the funny jokes he makes at the expense of the people in the audience and and sometimes they're kind of mean but the thing is like you go expecting it but even then they're not that mean he's just hilarious so i wish i could think of a good example off the top of my head but the the fact is it's a real natural talent because he doesn't know who's going to be in the audience that day so he gets there and all of a sudden he'll be like you right there like this big guy right here you know are you a linebacker and you know it'll turn into some kind of funny thing and and so he's mocking this guy and the people around him and whatever but then he mocks himself in the middle of it anyway He's just a very good natural and self-deprecating and, you know, mocking type um, comic. But then as I watched him, 
it's like he's of course got those big blue eyes and you know he's you you don't see him without his shirt until it's all over facebook and they're like oh look he's a comedian too but the fact is he's just a good looking kid now the thing is he's probably what mid mid to late 20s something like that yeah. so also that part of me never looked at him like that because that's pretty young you know the mid 20s guys there's a picture of him floating around <clears throat> where he looks just like a white version of patrick mahomes okay I, had to, I couldn't remember Patrick's name. I've been so unplugged from from the NFL, but I had to I had to Google <laughs> Kansas City quarterback right to remember his name. Gosh, I cannot. But if you knew me, gosh, man, that's, if you knew me four big. or five years ago, <laughs> and the fact that I can't tell you somebody's a starting quarterback or the third string quarterback in the NFL or Patrick Mahomes, I know. I just had a. <laughs> I just, I, I, again, I don't want to get into an NFL political thing. It, that ain't even necessarily why I quit watching. I just decided that my free time was better spent trying to do this well don't feel bad because i do that with politicians and people are like uh he's only you know the whatever and i'm like okay well i don't know him sorry so i don't feel bad the funniest meme in my opinion well two funniest <laughs> memes that uh-huh. came from the matt rife stuff was the one with burt kreischer that says this is burt kreischer he's a comedian too and uh-huh. burt standing there with his shirt off and he's got the big keg belly yeah and um then the one that says you need to be more worried about them bald tires or getting your oil changed than you do <laughs> than you do Matt Rife tickets. And you know what? That's true because when I saw that he was going on, you know, on tour, the first thing I did was go look up where's he going to be, where's he going to be, when's it going to happen, and then I was like, yeah, but what are the tickets going to cost? <laughs> Apparently, there I saw somebody say around three fifty a piece. Oh my gosh, no! Like I'll you know, watch him on TikTok. But I'm sure that's secondary market. I'm sure they're quick. Sure. Oh, they were sold out. Boom! Immediately to secondary. Right. But uh, hey, look, I'm happy for the guy. Uh, I, I told Teresa, I need his publicist. She goes, his publicist is TikTok, I believe. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I, I'd heard of him before I ever heard of him. Mm-hmm. A couple of girls on my Facebook feed were talking about Matt Rife, Matt Rife. I assumed he was like some underground country singer. Sure. I had no clue he was a com- <laughs> I literally had no idea he was a comedian. Yeah. Until I saw, it, it said, I saw an article that says, comedian Matt Rife announces tour. Right. I'm like, he's a comedian? He Does he play guitar or anything when he's yeah. on stage? He has I'm, nothing to do with country music. That's funny. Well, so I want to ask a question to the men. And y'all can call in if you want. But, like, it's crazy. And I know that some some people are going to say women do this, too. But I, I I can't think of an example. You know, I like to balance the, the scales. But all these men on social media are, like, really mad at Matt Rife. Like, they're just – it's like everybody's got negative things to say and, and whatever. And I – I guess it's just that natural instinct to like, what, he's not worth crap, you know, whatever. But like, guys, why are y'all so mad? Haters why always, are you so I, mad? I hate always. <laughs> look, it's the same thing with uh, with Morgan Wallen. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Same yeah, he, thing. He catches that, you know, whatever, whatever the, the younger girls or the girls are like. And if it's not that guy, he gets mad. I mean, it's just a little thing in the back of all of our minds. As you get a little right. older, you tend to grow out of that a little bit. But, you know, the younger is like, well, the, if. They like it, I can't. Mm-hmm. So that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, I just, I can't think of a time that all the women like ganged up on social media against one particular woman unless they did something. Like, okay, when Miley Cyrus did that thing with the twerking and whatever in 2013 or whenever that was, I know there was a lot of outcry, but I don't even know that it was like just mad. Uh, just Megan, everybody's mad. Megan Fox is efforting that right now. Now, what did she do? Uh, so, you know, she's raising her three boys to be transgender, and so, some photos came out, and she's mad that people are mad that she's raising all three of her sons as transgender. I'm like, uh, again, it's a social contagion, and there's no way in hell that all three of your children were born trans. Right. You know, all three of your boys were born wanting to be girls. So How she's, old are her kids? 
in their teens. Okay. Which it seems a little weird because I didn't realize uh-huh. she was that old. I didn't either. Um, I, I was thinking they had to be like eight or nine at tops. Well, may, maybe maybe they're younger. I, whatever. Sure, I they, they look, they're, they're as tall well, as she is. I definitely have no knowledge of her kids. Like, but I was thinking, like, wasn't she famous? Like, just not that long ago. But anyway. So, so she now she's been dating or married to uh, Machine Gun Kelly, MGK. Okay. Mm-hmm. But but funny that came out of it was apparently she is like another local girl here whose name we won't mention, a witch. And she said she's going to okay. cast a spell on everybody that is talking trash about her raising her kid as transgender. Right. Well, you know, and I'm not going to try and go too far into this because it gets weird, but I just watched a TikTok the other day about, did Taylor Swift do a show with some witchcraft in it or something? I haven't heard, but I'm not surprised. That's right. I mean, it's like right now Taylor Swift is... is Anyway, but so it, they were even reporting that like a lot of the audience couldn't remember parts of the show and like there was some kind of satanic ritual and whatever. And I'm like, guys, like, is this real? Because if it oh, is, I saw the what? thing about amnesia. Yeah, some shows. kind of thing about that. Um, well, Y'all, the Internet is a weird, weird place. We're not reporting this as news. I promise. Like, this yeah. is just what happened. Is this real? What is this? So for whatever reason, I saw that news article about the amnesia and I clicked on it. Uh-huh. I was like, This is the same fan base that's wearing diapers to the show so they can poop themselves so they don't have to miss a song or soil themselves. grief. Really? So I'm not not the least bit surprised (laughs) that that they can't remember the whole show. Right. I mean, I could go go stay sober at a rock concert and can't remember bits and pieces of it. That's what I was going to say. I've been to plenty of music shows that I don't remember a bit of. (laughs) Me either. Let's take a call. Hey, good morning. You're on there. What's up, Blake? Hey, what's up, brother? Man, look, I don't know what all this shade they're throwing on Matt Rife is, but dude, it's funny, man. I don't. I mean, I guess you're always going to have haters, but just, I mean, just watch his stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, he's a pretty boy, so what, whatever. Uh, but uh, he's hilarious, man, and she, she's right. All these dudes are all mad for no reason. <laughs> I'm glad hate. you agree with me. Hello. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Man, look, I was always going to be a hater. Mad. The more successful somebody is, the more hate they get. I remember Dane Cook called that same kind of hate. Oh yeah. Back in the two thousands, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I forgot about him, man. Yeah, he kind of fell off the map. He was like, he was like the first, you know, social media comedian with MySpace and all that. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. MySpace, the Superfinger, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. All right, brother. I got to take my break. All day. Appreciate all right. you, man. Later, man. All right. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Caller, stay on hold. We'll be right back. To the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. If you need your windshield replaced, hit up their Lakeland Drive location or go to lakelandglassandtent.com. You can put in your vehicle, make, model, all that information, uh, and they will tell you how much your windshield is going to be. You can schedule your appointment online there. Also, window tent, same thing. Go to lakelandglassandtent.com, put all your information in, and they'll tell you how much it's going to cost, and you can schedule your appointment right there online. You never really have to talk to anybody. They'll just call to confirm your appointment, I believe. And last but not least, they do home and business window tinting too. I don't believe you can. I don't believe you can. Uh, yeah, I don't believe you can build that out online. They're gonna have to come out and get some measurements and do estimates and all that good stuff. But check them out, Lakeland Glass and Tent. Of course, they're also doing full vehicle wraps now. So if you want to turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard, they can do that for you. If you just want to change the color of it to one of these cool matte finishes, uh, you can just pick a solid color and do that. That's very popular now. Also, they've gotten into doing paint correction and ceramic coatings. Now, paint correction is not touch-up paint or anything like that. It's where you take dull paint and you make it shiny again through a polishing technique. And then you put ceramic coating 
on top of it to protect it and it not fade again. So they can do all that for you. Check them out. 601-946-1000. 601-946-1000. Lakeland Glass Intent, where quality matters. Teresa, let's take a call. Let's do. Hey, thanks for staying on hold. You're on there. Hey, yeah, no, I just wanted to speak on about the haters of uh, male male performers. Uh, I'm speaking from experience. I'm not a huge artist in Mississippi, but I'm a local one. And I performed from Atlanta to Los Angeles. And the most of the hate I've encountered has always been from men. And that's just to reiterate, men are born without value in the world. So when you see another man who's got value, who's got what you want, who's doing what you think is the best or whatever, or you think they do what you want to do or whatever, you know, it always comes with hate. Like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be deserved. doesn't have to be, you know, you got beef with anything. Like, you can hop off a show and a dude's going to come up and say something negative and be hating because he's not in your shoes. So I just think, you know, it's men competition and, you know, male dominance and the, the hormones and the egos on that part because, you know, at the end of the day, that, that's, that's, that's where I think it really comes from. No, it's I, a, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that jealousy is a knee-jerk reaction. I think that goes for both both genders. But on the other hand, I think men vocalize it. Women tend to be a little more catty about it, like, um, yeah, but 100%. she's got kind of a big butt, you know, that kind of thing. I guess big yeah. butts are cool now, but you Way know. Way more I mean. passive aggressive, and I think women are a lot more likely to, you know, play it off, especially because they're they're in a tighter community than the men are nowadays. Because I think a lot of men are struggling mentally and physically and sure. all types of ways, and they don't have a as, as strong of a community or network as the females do. Yeah, that's right. Women are are told to uphold and support each other, and even though we backstab each other all the time, guys guys are kind of more. You hold it in. You be strong on your own. You don't need help. You know that. Yeah, kind of thing. there's a whole generation. This is like a phenomenon. There's a whole generation of younger guys that are sitting at home doing nothing but watching porn and playing video games, and they yep. don't have any. And the and the pandemic didn't help that none, and the lockdowns and all that stuff, and it just absolutely demasculated a whole generation yeah. of men. Amen. And I think as a man, the most important thing to realize is when you come up to other men, it doesn't matter your amount of power, but you have to realize mutual destruction is always a possibility. Just because you think you can tear some man down, best believe he could tear you down too. You know, so I think it's just best to play it, you know, fair, play it equal, and just see how you can help somebody out instead of trying to spark up something that can start a fire for both of you guys. Take take your L when you got to take your L and move on to the next one. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, brother. And learn from it. Yes, yep, sir. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Let's take another call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hey, um, I couldn't agree no more with the previous caller. You know, when you know, there's three things men understand about one another. You never mess with another man's money, woman, or in this case, his ego. And that should be a lesson for you women. When you meet a man that's willing to tear down another man, you need to leave him standing right there where he is. Because the problem is men are not being taught to be competitive anymore because they're being mostly raised by single single women, right? Well, and, and that, that competition thing is so important to what a man is. I mean, you know, that's a that's an inherent trait in most men. It's inherent, but it has to be cultivated. It has yeah. to be taught. You know, and most men, and when, I mean, you see them. When they come out here, they got these old dookie, old crap braids in the head, pants all saggy, you know, looking ridiculous. And whoever created that flat bill ball baseball cap needs to be beat with an iron rod. <laughs> and they really think that this is cool. This look okay, it might be, but you gotta go to reality sooner or later. And they come to job interviews and places like that and wondering why 
they don't get the jobs. Well, because you're not being competitive, you are not taught to be competitive, you're taught to be emotional, then you make arguments like systemic racism and cultural bias. When in reality, is it really racism or is it culturalism? Sure. All right, Derek. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but we could do a whole show on why men hate. That's what I'm, well, I'm titling these segments, and that's what I just titled this one, like, Why Men Hate. Well, and it's crazy because I actually saw a TikToker the other day. It was a guy talking about how he used to avoid girls who all their friends are guys. And then he said, you know what? I figured it, I figured it out. Y'all are just over the, the woman bull crap. Like, <laughs> you're tired of all the crap that women dish, and so you want to be around the guys because we're not crazy like that. And the thing is, like, yeah, I grew up with most of my friends being guys and that kind of thing. And, and that is true. I'm, I'm not really into some of the, the things that are assigned to more to females as far as, you know, just the, the things we're interested in and whatever. But but I kind of thought about that, too, from the guy perspective. You know, sometimes you have a guy who most of his friends are girls and he's just the platonic buddy. And and honestly, it it's just because within genders, we have this natural need to compete and like I said, women, like I used to have a friend that if she saw another girl that was prettier than her, she immediately went into a bad mood. And so <laughs> it was like this roller coaster. And I think that that's, you know, we tend to internalize it a little bit more or say little snippy things. Guys tend to be like, oh, he ain't crap, you know, whatever like that. So well, no, we don't want to think anybody else can beat us. Anybody else can out anything us. Tony texts in with a great text to follow up on what you just said. It said men are not designed to understand women. Women understand women and they hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and that's very fair. That's yeah. <laughs> it is. A, I, I am forty five, and I am nowhere closer to understanding women at forty five mm-hmm. than I was at twenty five. Well, look. I mean, believe it or not, guys, y'all are an enigma too, because yeah. it's like you can sit there and you can know as a woman, you know. And I don't believe in all this like high value man, high value woman jargon. But I do think that, like like Derek said, when you've been working on yourself, you know, when you've been taught to be competitive, you know what you bring to the table. So when some guy is completely not paying attention to you or doesn't realize what you're worth or whatever, there's this it's the same confusion. It's just on a different side. Girls just spend a lot more time trying to figure it out than guys do. Oh, we, we spend more time than trying to figure it out than y'all think. I promise. We, <laughs> we, just, we, we hide our intelligence well. <laughs> Uh, let's take a break real quick, come back, land the plane for the first hour. We've got two hours of this today, so mm-hmm. having a good time. We've got Therese April in the studio. The phone lines are wide open, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. I will get to some of these texts in hour two. Y'all been blowing it up today without me even giving out the number one time, I think. So great work there. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Therese April. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We've got a couple minutes left on the first hour here. Uh, we'll save an ad read. There's not enough time to justify doing one. Uh, y'all go eat at the Big Salad for lunch today in Rankin County. If That is your for lunch in Rankin County today. We told you Madison County. On the Rankin County side, go hit at the Big Salad, get the bravocado, the meso sesame, the Hill Caesar chicken wrap. Try one of their smoothies, their broccoli and cheddar um, soup. Or their loaded baked potato soup. Right. They also have sandwiches, subs. I guess sandwiches and sandwiches and subs are the same thing. Check out their menu. <laughs> I don't know. A sub is a sandwich, but a sandwich is not always a sub. That's true. <laughs> uh, check out their menu, thebigsalad.com. It's a nationwide thing, but you can order locally on thebigsalad.com. It's located right there on Market Street in Flowood, right there in the Dogwood Shopping Center. So I guess I did an ad read anyway. So, uh, But check out the Big Salad. 
uh, if it's getting hot outside, so something a little yeah. lighter, a little cooler is always better. Yeah, you know, you've got those days where you don't want to go eat something that's just going to sit in your stomach. Yeah, I mean, unless you're going to go sit, sit, do like me and sit back down at the office all day. Right. <laughs> like, that's all right. fair. But if you got to work outside, man, you may want to avoid them hot plates. Right. Uh, Tress. Yes. Hour two coming up here in a minute. Some of the things I wrote down to talk about. Now, I mean, we've, we've completely driven this thing right off the uh, tracks here. But I want let's talk about uh, Randy Tyler. Okay. okay. We, we didn't get a chance to talk about that. I think people would like to hear our thoughts and opinions. Sure. Also, um, Jackson Jambalaya's got a uh, report out. The Judge Wingate released a, a statement about the NAACP's lawsuit on HB 1020. Okay. It says that Jackson, Mississippi has a crime cancer. Yes. That is his quote. And uh, we'll, That's I wanna, what I've been saying for years. Yep. I want to read some of that and kind of discuss it, and uh, we'll go from there. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join us here in the studio this morning. By Therese Apel. She's our first time in in a couple weeks. We've been tearing it up this morning, talking about everything from uh, imaginary racism to Matt Reif and Megan Fox is a witch. And apparently Taylor Swift <laughs> is doing demonic concerts, according to you guys in the Guns and Gear text. Also, uh, why are men play a hate us? That's right. I don't understand. Why do men do that? We all love to tear each other down. But when we're fighting over the same girl, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, all's fair in love and war, right? Made the best hate a win. All right, we'll be right back on the other side of this break on 103.9 FM. The Clay Edwards Show. Hey, this Friday, Stonington Farms is going to be up here in the Tri-County area, making a few stops. And look, I talked to Miss Katie Stonington yesterday. You guys have overwhelmed the system, and they're out of a few things. Let me pull my text message up here. So write these down because these are the things that are obviously in great demand and you'll want to put them on your list for next time. They're, they're, she said, do not push the ribeyes or chuck eyes. They're out of both. I bought all the chuck eyes, so y'all know. She goes, but they, uh, she goes, I have beef bacon. It's, I mean, they have a bunch of stuff, but here's just some extra stuff. She has beef bacon at nine ninety nine a pound. And she, uh, she said, how about, a, how about a special? She said, anybody that spends over $60 is going to get a free summer sausage. Oh, and this is good homemade, you know, this is fresh made stuff here. Right. So if you spend more than 60 bucks, you're going to get a free summer sausage. Go online, stoningtonfarm.com. Uh, check out their cuts and their pricing and all that. See what they got. And uh, their phone number will be there. You'll call us Katie. She'll put your order together. And keep in mind, guys, this ain't just run, run, run of the mill, mull of the mall beef here. This is 100% grass fed, 100% grass finished, hormone free antibiotic-free and mRNA-free, locally sourced beef right here in Mississippi, a little south of us in Perkinston, Mississippi. I had a uh, sirloin that I got from there. I cooked it last night because uh, I told you all yesterday I'm trying to keep some protein to snack on throughout the day instead of junk. Sure. And beef cubes are great for that, steak bites, whatever you want to call it. I pulled it off the grill about 9 o'clock last night, <clears throat> and, man, I mean, it came out perfect, neither here nor there. Uh, the sirloin is where it's at. If they're out of ribeye, don't fret. The sirloin is really, really good. You, just, you know, don't overcook it. Yeah. And that's the one thing I can tell you about this grass-fed beef. It is, it, it cooks faster. So uh, whatever. Oh, I didn't realize that. I'm yeah, glad you said that. It does. It cooks faster than the grain-fed for whatever reason. And um, but it's, it's just taking a learning curve mm-hmm. to say, Clay, it ain't your traditional three-three. Sir, you know, sear, sear on the ribeye is like two minutes, two minutes. Right. The way I like mine. So uh, try to keep that in mind, and uh, again, get some of that hamburger meat. I'm telling y'all, it is phenomenal. Uh, it may be five ninety nine this week. It may be six ninety nine. I'm not sure what their special is if they have it on special, but whatever, a dollar a pound difference. Don't let it break the bank. Sure. Uh, not for quality, and and it doesn't have all the additives. It is. I'm, I'm telling you, when you take all that out of there, and just the difference in the grain, the grain fed versus the grass fed, 
And I was saying the other day, I, me personally on the ribeyes with the, something with higher fat content, I like the grass fed. Sure. Uh, I mean the grain fed. I'm sorry. I like the grain. I like the way the grain fed makes the gr- the fat taste. Uh, but every everything else, I like the grass fed. Mm-hmm. You know, just the the more natural taste to it. But again, just my opinion. Can't go wrong. Stonington Farm. dot com. Two ends. They'll be up here this Friday in Florence, Brandon, Ridgeland. So pick a location that works best for you. And uh, they take cash and debit slash credit cards. So they make it easy for you to spend your money. Yep. And uh, support WYAB and the Clay Edwards Show. All right, Therese. Yes. Um, let's rewind this thing back a couple of weeks. Okay. To the tragic incident out there in Brandon where Randy Tyler got killed. Right. Um, you were there. Yes. When it happened. I was. Uh, let's, let's play this back. What's it like being on the scene of a massive shootout like that? I mean, I, I saw the videos, the, the, the hill of bullets, everything. Sure. I mean, you got to be just duck, tuck, cover. Well, it's kind of one of those things that I think there is a little sense of complacency among the media because you assume that you are back beyond um, harm's way, which is generally, well, in some some jurisdictions is always the case because you can't see anything. But in, in, you know, reasonable jurisdictions, they put you where you can at least get a little bit of a camera shot. But, you know, whatever. And we were right down the street from where it happened. And, um, you know, I've, I've been on the scene of other of other shootout type situations like that so you hear the pop pop and you assume and and i'll, I'll kind of give some some details that aren't necessarily in my news articles but so at this point we had heard multiple times and and i heard from several different places that um the suspect was dead inside and um you know to the point that you know you you heard people speculating on even on the radio about you know why is he not moving we've got eyes on him that kind of thing and and all that is public record on the on the radio so i'm not giving out anything secret that i wasn't supposed to say so the thing is i had gotten complacent and usually at these things i'm kind of you know paying attention to different movements and that kind of thing but um we just assumed he was dead so I heard the first couple pops, and, and if you watch my Facebook Live, I said, well, it sounds like those are flashbangs, because in my mind, the way it works is if you've got a dead suspect inside, you throw a flashbang to make sure, you know, maybe he's, make sure he's dead. Um, but there wasn't anything in my head that said, except for that the sound, you know, it was like, that sounds like gunfire. But I said, it could be gunshots, it's probably flashbangs or something along those lines. And then all of a sudden, I noticed the motion down there. And I just kept using the word urgent. It became very urgent. And suddenly, you know, there's a, a cop come down the road, like, waving his hands. And then all of a sudden, they're all like, you know, get out of the way, move that way. So they, they moved the media all over to where we were blocked by a house. Um, and I just got a text that I'll, I'll talk about in a minute. But so we were all blocked by a house. We couldn't really see much. Um, and so I kind of went back that way, too. And I think I think my law enforcement mm-hmm. friends probably will cringe when I say this. But I, I do push the, you know, sometimes I push the, the perimeter a little bit because I, I do work up close with cops so often. So sometimes when all the media is back, I'll get right up on the perimeter because I'm not as afraid of gunfire, which is another form of the complacency that we talk about, you know. So I was kind of closer and I'm looking down the road and I see him, you know, waving his arms and he's saying, clear the road, clear the road, clear the road. And I know what that means. That doesn't necessarily mean get out of harm's way. That means that the ambulance is coming. And so I'm walking over towards where the other media is and I get a text and it says that a Pearl police officer has been killed. Now we know now that it was not Pearl. But in that moment, I, I 
let out a cuss word. Well, that was the same thing I'd heard too. Uh, yeah, you know, from somebody, the Pearl police officer, and uh, I, was, I was like, "Man, that information is so choppy right now." Yeah, and that—that that, that was the thing. I couldn't have said it, even though I knew the source was good. I couldn't have said it because clearly that just now happened. That—that that happened within the last few seconds. Um, but at that point, that's where, in my experience, that day, everything changed. Obviously, because. That's where I was like, guys, this this is very serious. This is a very, very serious situation. But I knew I couldn't say anything. But also, my mind is going 100,000 miles a minute. Like, who's down there? Who's down there? You know, there's all kinds of people down there that are my friends. There's all kinds of people down there that are important to the safety of these communities. Um, anybody that gets hit, it's a major deal. So who is it? Somebody's gone now. And, um, and then, of course, it, it went on from there. But when you heard the second volley of shots... Um, my experience, I knew what that meant, you know, if the suspect wasn't down before, he is now. And then I was where I could see them bring the um, the stretcher down the road to get Randy. And at that point, I turned my camera away because I was like, y'all don't need to see what this, you know, y'all don't need to see this. But during that time, it's also, I, I kind of got quiet and I was speaking in short sentences because you can't really stop your brain at that point. And, and kudos to our law enforcement who keep things going after an incident like that because you've got to keep a level head. You've got to be able to carry through to the end of the mission. And I know for me, while I stayed live and I was functional and whatever until I was able to close it down because I saw somebody coming and I wanted to be like, is everybody okay? Even though I'd heard multiple times. I mean, there's, there's a real sense of disbelief that happens in those moments. Like, no, that didn't just happen. No, no, it's got to be wrong. I'm out here. I'm sure somebody told me wrong. There's always rumors so you've got that thought train going through your head, too. There's always rumors. Because then it was, no, it's a Madison officer. No, it's Madison SO. So at that point, I'm just hoping it's not real. So I cut that live short to ask somebody who just said, I don't know, I don't know, and just kept walking. And then after that was when we, you know, when in, I texted uh, DPS, and they were not able to confirm anything at the moment, but then they confirmed it shortly afterwards. Yeah, I, same thing. I got off the air at 9. And I was in there chopping up podcasts and was getting information and that, that another officer had been shot. And, you know, it was bad. I, and I had people text to me that they were that the that the ambulance escort, as they were taking around to UMC, were passing to my, hey, what's going on? I just, uh, yeah. a bunch of cops escorting an ambulance. I'm like, it's a cop. And uh, it probably ain't good, you know. And uh, obviously, as the day went on, you start getting information, and I'm like, "Well, I'm not. This ain't my. I'm not breaking this. Yeah, you know, it's not. This ain't my. This ain't my dance. Right. You know, I'm gonna let the ones that do this do this. Yourself, others, and because uh, <clears throat> that's the last thing you want to get wrong. Right, is reporting a cop's death wrong. Anybody, but especially law enforcement. I'm like, I'm not going to be my heel down. No pun intended there. I apologize. Right. Well, and that's why I kept saying in my, and I say it all the time now in lives, is this, the situation is fluid. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you're hearing everything. I know with, with the Brandon officer that was shot, we heard it was extremely critical. And then we heard, no, no, for the situation, he's as good as he can be. I mean, you get shot in the gut, sucks, but it's, he's as good as he can be. Then her other. Yeah. Then I had somebody say, no, no, it's not like that. Like, it's really bad. It tore up everything. So the fact is, you know, you want to report that good news. Let me, um, let me tell you, somebody who's just had his colon rupture mm -hmm. from, from like a, you know, a, from uh, a seed from having diverticulitis, a little seed got into a little spot and called my colon a rupture. 
Ain't no, ain't no good way to get shot in the gut. Right. I'm just if, if it is, if it is an intestine, yeah. it's it's bad. There's colostomy bags in your future, and all kind of stuff that you don't want no part of, and that reconnection surgeries mm-hmm. and all that. There is no, there is no. I mean, yeah, you don't die. That's good, right? But there is no good getting shot in the gut, right? <laughs> I'm well, just gonna that, go out on a limb and get and say that's kind of probably where some of the discrepancy came from. Was you know, yeah, getting shot in the gut is very serious, yeah. But also for the situation, it may or may not. And and I think only the the people closest to that officer know the truth of that. But yeah. that was another and, something to sort through. And he always day. feels. I'm sure he feels very grateful. And it was not a big deal compared to how, how it ended for someone else. Sure. That day. So well, to, to count your blessings. And I feel like there's you know. In many cases, um, and I've had my friends that were there talk about how they they thought the suspect was dead, too. And, of course, you had such a large um, response to that because it was an officer had been shot. You know, we we focus on um, on Tyler's death as the main incident. And it was. But, you know, they had had a Brandon officer shot um, just hours before. So, of course, there's going to be a big response. And and I got a lot of people that that wanted to, to complain about that. Why were there so many officers and there were several components to that that I think are worth discussing because, of course, you had the initial response. That's going to be everyone from Brandon. And, I mean, you know, you've got the initial response to the standoff itself. So you've no, got your folks there. I know Capitol Police was in Brandon taking regular Brandon City calls. Right. F- because Brandon was all on scene. Right, and, right. Which is what, what a great deal. I mean, what, what, what how nice to have that ability to be able to call on another force to run the city sort of. Exactly. You, while you're on the scene. So I have no problem with that. Right. Well, and so you've, you've got Brandon there. You've got Rankin County Sheriff's Department there. Well, it started around 1.45 a.m. So by 5 or 6, you know, there are folks who need to get off shift. You can't keep exhausted cops in that situation forever. So you call in, you know, your backup. You call in Pearl. You call in, you know, some of these others. Madison, of course, Madison SO. I mean, sorry, Madison PD and Brandon SO work together on, you know, narcotics and interdiction and things like that. So, of course, those guys are going to come. You've got Clinton's bomb squad. Now, the reason they're there is not because there was a bomb, but because they have the robots and drones that they can use to, you know, get a better side of the situation. They call in MBI and DPS and MHP uh, for multiple reasons, including the SWAT team, but also because of the Brandon police chief and assistant chief or former um, MHP. So there were several reasons that you had that huge response. Who who tore the front of the house off? I'm not sure who made that call, to be fair. Um, and I'm can, not. I, that's the first time, again, that's the first time that I've seen that. Um, I'm not going to speculate on, on anything further about what needed to happen there. Uh, I don't want to play Monday morning quarterback. Sure. This is just st- strategically, what what would be the reasoning for tearing off the front of the house? The reason they gave was, um, and guys, if you're out there and you want to text me or Clay and, and, and give us a little more clarifi- clarification, clarify, a little more clarification, um, the the reason they gave was to open lines of sight to try and be able to see the suspect. That's the first thing I thought. Right. Yeah, that, right. that, that was my kind of rationale is you eliminate places to hide. Right. And then my next thing is who's responsible for the house being repaired? Or, I mean, is, are, the, are the homeowners just SOL? I don't know how that works if it's an insurance thing. And that's something I... I don't know, because I, I've been in situations like I remember several years ago, a SWAT team tore down somebody's fence to get into their neighbor's backyard and then just left. And so the lady, of course, called the um, the reason, I mean, the place that I worked for and said, hey, they didn't pay for my fence. So we did a story and then they came back out and like rebuilt the fence. But I think it's not on necessarily on the the police to do that. 
Um, and I just got a text that said, yeah, the reason that they take down the walls is is to establish a line of sight or to be able to see the layout a little bit better if they don't have it. Cool. Well, let's take a break, come back, finish this up. we got a ton of text messages on this topic and others. This is the Clay Abel Show with Therese Apel, DarkHorsePressNow.com. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYAB. When necessary. Hey, guys, look, you know, some storms came through uh, Madison and uh, South Mississippi and uh, all kind of places over the last few days. Thankfully, they missed my little part of Brandon for the most part. But uh, they didn't miss everywhere, and Madison got a lot of storm damage. I guess the power just got cut back on late yesterday. Yeah, I saw people talking about that on Facebook. Yeah, same here. Um, look, you probably got some roof damage, uh, and you need to call Watkins Construction and Roofing. Come out, they'll do a complimentary roof assessment and see if you got any damage, see if you need a full replacement or just some repairs. They'll work with your insurance company, get you everything you need, and be in and out, and you'll never even know they were there except the roof is fixed. You can check them out online, Watkins Construction Inc. Dot com locally owned, locally operated. No fly-by-night nonsense. You ain't going to have a couple guys at the end of your driveway hollering, hey, man, you need a roof, like they did me a few months ago. Not Watkins, but some random fly-by-night folks did me a few months ago out sure. at the end of my driveway. I don't know if I'd been robbed or sold something. Well, and, and you know, you talk to the folks that are in the roofing business, and they'll tell you to be careful of those people. Um, if you don't, you need to do your homework if somebody comes to your door because reputable companies do too. But um, definitely, you know, look at reviews, all that kind of stuff. Because there's a few of them, and I'm not going to put any na- names out there because obviously I don't want to get sued. But there's a few of them that are notorious for showing up and throwing just a crap roof on, and mm-hmm. you've got to replace it again in two years. Exactly. And look, after a big storm, even the most reputable of the reputable knock on doors in these neighborhoods right, right, to see if exactly. you need any stuff. And they're good folks. I know a lot of these guys personally. There's several great roofing companies around here, but Watkins is a sponsor of my shows. That's what we're going to talk about. And uh, they're good folks, and I co-sign on them. I've known them all for a long time. Michael Deere and his team, uh, Johnny Casada, Jamie Price, Buddy Ty works over there. Listen to the show every day. You know, just, just good folks. I, I know them. And I can name off four or five people that I know on a first-name basis somewhere. You know, it, it makes a difference. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, I, used, I used to share an office building with these guys. I know them well. They're good folks. And uh, they, they keep their staff together, too, for an extended amount of time. You know, so th- that matters. Yeah, that's generally – when you see a company that keeps their staff for a long time, it's generally they're taking care of their people, which means they also take care of their customers. Exactly. Watkins Construction, Inc., dot com locally owned locally operated always giving back to the community all right Therese, let's read a couple texts real quick okay uh people have been on it and i'm gonna go back <laughs> we've so, talked about all kinds of stuff today yeah i'm gonna try not to rewind too far because we just missed some stuff but um unknown texture says uh actually this uh, this is sean here uh different sean yeah. says it's it's a huge mental health issue. All Dems want to say guns, but they're completely wrong. Um, we'll agree on this well, about this particular incident. This was a mental health deal, a deal in Rankin County. It's something I cleared up with Therese during the text, during the text, during the break was, all right, the people whose house, whose house got tore down, last name was Wilson. Right. Th- they lived in the home. The shooter's last name was Wilson, too, which obviously creates some confusion of, is this a family member? And, and should I feel as bad for them because it was a family member that lived there? Okay, so that's not the case. The guy was dating the girl that lived there, and all of their last names just so happened to be Wilson. Right. So you have an innocent family who got held hostage, and then their house got torn down. Right. You know, so they they got double whammy. Now, this guy's dead, but that's self-inflicted. I'm not saying it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound, 
But he effed around. He found out, you know, suicide by cop. Right. You know, it is what it is. Now, now you have a family without a home, you know, and I'm just curious because I, I would be shocked if a homeowner's insurance policy was going to pay for that. Like if I'm the if you call if I'm the agent, you call me the next day. Well, how did your house get torn down? Now, there was a shootout here and a, unfortunately a cop died and the cops uh, bulldozed the front of my house off. Right. Well, if you're an insurance agent, um, text us about that. Just, you know, is that something that comes standard with? You know, I mean, with that, I guess that's not an act of God, but that would be something. Well, yeah, you know? I mean, most fires aren't either, you know, and they yeah. cover that kind of stuff. So I'm just curious. I, it sounds like I'm being facetious and I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious, you know, if you have a homeowner's policy, are there different levels to it that would co- possibly cover that kind of deal or, or what? I, I'm very interested in that. Or would it default to, uh, let's just say for the sake of conversation, that, the the sheriff's department was the one that tore it down. Would it be the county's insurance be be liable for it? And we don't know which agency. No, I don't. I mean, I'm just using them as an example right. for this conversation. You know, or the city of Brandon or whoever is. You know, would theirs be liable for it? I, I, I know it's hard to feel bad for anybody when you lose a when you lose a cop in a situation, right. but there are long term ramifications for all parties involved. And I'm just curious. Well, what you see in a situation like this, and, and, and you know, when you have a line of duty death, they, they come in all forms. Sometimes it's just a car accident. Sometimes, you know, we just we just passed the death of the anniversary of Kenneth Croom in Meridian, and yesterday was um, James Blair in Simpson County. Um, and both of those were situations where, you know, the officer was acting on his own even. You know, it was just him. But these things have a huge ripple effect. But when you have one that is a SWAT team surrounding a house, you know, there are hostages, that kind of thing. Um, those those ripples go for a very long time um, on multiple planes. And so that's something that, yeah, you've got to think about the family whose house it was here. You've got to think about the, you know, especially the, the damage across the board that they are dealing with, not just with their home, but with the, I guess, the, the spinoff of all the things that led to that day. Yeah, uh, Woodrow says probably a force majeure in insurance talk, and I, I remember that uh, in in contract talk when I would do concerts. You know, if there was a cancellation, of, like force majeure, but it, it was usually meant not responsible. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm still. Well, I think in this case, obviously, the family's not responsible because it was the if if we understand the details correctly, then it was the shooter uh, who was disgruntled over a situation. And he came to their house to, to do this. You know, and this guy fits the stereotype of exactly what we were talking about earlier about men that hate other men, yeah, and stuff of that nature. Of and I and I brought up the point of we have a whole generation of guys who just stay shacked up in their mom's basement watching porn and playing video games, and same guy. And Tress said it, same guy that shoots up schools. And I mean, this guy just checks off all those boxes for somebody just very weak looking, feminine looking. Uh, and I, and I think this goes back to a lot of guys have never had – a lot of people in general. But mm-hmm. I'm going to talk on men behalf here. A lot of men have never had to know what it felt like to lose. Right. You know, we started giving out participation awards. Everybody gets a trophy. It's, uh, nobody's really had to do a rejection because online dating, if they don't say yes, you can just block them and delete them and you ain't going to see it again. Or uh, Tinder, swipe left, swipe right. If you, you don't even know you got rejected if you never get accepted. You know, and we've made dealing with rejection and losing very rare. Right. And so when somebody has to deal with it, like they get their heart broken, like somebody wants to break up with them, they've they've never dealt with, what do you mean no? Right. My mommy told me I was going to be the best 
I used I'm to cry and yell at her, life. and she did what I wanted. Yeah. And you won't? Yeah. You know, and, and now that people are having to lose, and I'm, I bet you I bet you will find out this guy was on some SSRIs. It just never fails. And <clears throat> I don't know. That, that, that's a great example. I mean, with, with, with just my 30,000-foot view here. Sure. Well, and, and I'll, I'll compare it to this. I had a friend of mine tell me that he was talking to a police chief, and he asked him what was the biggest – problem he was running into with recruiting this younger generation, you know, with bringing them in and, and, you know, so what's the obstacle? And he said, porn. And they said, well, that's kind of crazy. What do you mean? And he said, well, it used to be, and I think I've told you this before, we may have talked about it on the show before, but it used to be that a man had to actually go out and compete. And and it goes back to the competition that we talked about. You know, you had to make yourself something. You had to to be something that, that was desirable in some way or another in order to you know, when the ladies to say, you know, the right words to be radio friendly. Um, Now you can get on an adult site and you can scroll and you get the same dopamine hits that you get. Should you have gone out there and, you know, courted this girl and, you know, whatever like that. So the problem is you have a, a generation that has been so affected by things, including these adult sites that make them get those feelings of I can have it it very much objectifies women as much as I hate to use that phrase because it starts to sound like a buzzword. But but to some of these these kids, that's where we get this whole like, you know, the guys that hate women because they can't get one. Um, And and I feel like we're we're looking at at some of the same. And I, I God knows this kid had a family, too, and my heart goes out to them as well because they didn't ask for this either. Mm-mm. But, um, but yeah, that's that's what I see is just somebody who potentially never had to work for anything and didn't know how to deal when a real-life woman was ready to say no. Yeah. Um, you know, I, re- I remember when I would deal with breakups and stuff younger, I just went to the gym. Well, you went out and <laughs> you partied a couple nights, you know, right. shook it off, you know, and dealt with it the hard way at the bottom of a bottle. And then you ended up, you're like, well, I'm gonna go to the gym and make her regret this, right. you know, and still to this day, you know, that that's how I deal with breakups is I, you know, well, I'll just look better than that guy, you right, know, and, exactly. And yeah, I think that's just that natural re, re instinct, uh, you know, from my generation anyway. Yeah, that's definitely uh, how we did it. Let's take a call, call here real quick. Let me go do these squats. He's going to miss this booty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're on there. I haven't done any research into this, but I've, to y'all's knowledge, any of these school shooters or these shooters that do the house shootings, like the one y'all are talking about, any of those guys, are, have they ever been hunters? Because I don't, to me, I've never, they all seem like people that never were, were around guns until they did their act. They, cut, they like, all come across as video game shooters to me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't have the reality. Like, my and I'm not saying that they're going to fly off the handle, but what I'm saying is they know that at the end of that, the end of that bullet, there's devastation, and they understand what happens. These people just shoot like they have no idea what's going on. It's, it's the same thing, and it's the same thing in cities like Jackson. There's no appreciation for the value of life. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I guess you know, I, I couldn't say it the right way, but it's just. None, I don't know of any of the school shooters going all the way back to Pearl. Like, none of them seem like they've had any education into firearms. They just picked them up and took off. Well, and it seems like, and and I, I'm sure that there could probably be somebody who's more studied than I am in this that could correct me, but it feels like 
um, in just in my experience and, and in my studies, you've got a lot of these these gamers, you know, the, the kids that have played the video games but don't understand the ramifications like you're talking about. If they have had prior gun training of any kind, it's been only, you know, target practice type stuff. Um, I believe if you had someone who was, in fact, a hunter and was was taught the way that that respectful, good hunters are taught that, no, we don't see this situation. You know, I, I, I speculated before I knew a lot of the facts on this one that perhaps this kid was a hunter because he, you know, he seemed to be, from what we heard at first, an accurate shot. But after that, you know, it was like I, I thought more about it. And I was like, no, because the hunters that are taught right, whose, you know, dads or grandfathers or even mothers take them out there and teach them like you are taking a life, have reverence for this life. They right. don't do things like this, you know? Well, it's that, and it's just the, the lack of, I, I don't know, it's lack of humanity. It's like they've been de- de- dehumanized. Yeah. Well, it's like the, the meme that I saw the other day where it's like, you know, you guys are upset about whatever the buzzword was. Now I'm going to take my son to go stomp a hooker to death on, you know, Grand Theft Auto because he didn't like, you know, whatever. And it's just talking about the way our kids, like, we don't, we're looking at these frivolous things but we're teaching our kids that life is really just not that important well, see, i think i think you missed something there i think you said we're teaching our kids the problem is a lot of people aren't teaching their kids at all Good they let them sit on these pads let them sit on the xbox let them sit on all this stuff and they're letting the internet teach their kids exactly amen brother great call today have a good one all right let's take a break real quick Come back. We'll be right back on the club. We'll show with Therese April, DarkHorsePressNow.com, 103.9 FM, WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by Guns and Gear. We'll get out there and I see love our Guns and Gear. friends over at Guns and Gear, Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. Let's see what their, I don't know, I call them special of the day, but let's see what their recommendation of the day is. Uh, yesterday, well, a couple days ago, uh, they haven't updated the facebook in a couple of days but uh well, we're still there. early it is it is and they're closed on mondays so right. they're just getting the just getting their week started um it was a mossberg maverick 88 12 gauge pump which uh, i believe that is the one that i bought no no the one i bought cost twice that i was like i could have <laughs> just got that one <laughs> no i'm kidding uh let's see here what else uh they got the six hour p238 380 this one's pre-owned you can get it for just 499 Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention the price of that Mossberg. Yeah, only two forty nine ninety nine. Amazing. And yeah, it's, and y'all, it's the black tactical looking one, so it looks scarier. Right, and you know what? I want to I want to put a challenge out there, and Clay and I can figure out the prize. So when you go to um, Guns and Gear, I want you to play Where's Waldo. And if you don't know who Waldo is, you ask him when you get there. Send us a picture of Waldo, and we'll we'll figure out some kind of drawing, some kind of like something where you can win a prize. I have got, actually, uh, I've got a $25 gift card for Mama Hamels and a $25 gift card for uh, McLean's. Okay. I've, I've somehow been, uh, I've won $25 gift, no, actually one was a gift from McLean's and one was a, uh, I won at the last, what's that, Grip and Grin? Sure, yeah. So uh, you can take your pick, a $25 gift card to McLean's or a $25 gift card to uh Mama Hales. Okay, and you want to do that like next week or the week after? Yeah, and we'll do, we'll send us your photos. Play Where's Waldo at Guns and Gear. And if you don't know who Waldo is, that's cool. Ask him when you get there. And if you can get us a picture of Waldo, we'll put you in the drawing for a $25 gift card. Your choice, Mama Hamels or McLean's. And I get the two of those confused all the time. Right. And you can send them to me or Clay. We obviously can 
can uh, get together on that if we need to. So. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, get out there, look, home of No Limit Ammo, guns and gear. They're way more than just a gun store. They've got all your Cerakoting and gunsmithing needs, all your accessories, everything. They're, right now they got a, a special on 1,000 rounds of PMC 223 55-grain ammo for five ninety nine. Buy in bulk, save money. Awesome. Yeah, get a couple of your buddies together, uh, buy a thousand rounds of uh, two, two, three, and go out there, sh- go out wherever you shoot, and blow some stuff up. Doesn't that sound like fun today? It does. I mean, go get a couple of cases of Bud Light and play Kid Rock, and <laughs> go blow some stuff up. I'm sorry if I'm a, if I'm gonna shoot some beer cans, they're gonna cost less than right. But, but and then if it costs less, then if it's, I'm probably gonna drink it. So right. I, I just I just don't have the ability. To shoot things that are perfectly good. Right, exactly. Uh, it sounds great, but I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. It's kind of fun to think of like, well, it is it is fun to shake them up and shoot them. But, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. We used to, God dang, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this on the radio. That's what I was just thinking. Are we getting into dangerous territory? Probably, but <laughs> YOLO. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'm about to fafo. Uh, we used to make dry ice bombs. Okay. So you get like the little beads of dry ice, the right. balls, you know, Jackson Ice or wherever. And you would get, you know, a soft drink. It was always even more fun when there were the bo- was still bottles. Mm-hmm. And you would leave just enough condensation at the bottom. Then you would drop the dry ice bomb in there, close it, chunk it into a lake or wherever. And uh, it would wait a minute, wait a minute. And that pressure builds from that dry ice. Yeah. That, and it, man, it was so fun. Yep. We used to make the potato guns and mm-hmm. all that, too. Again, it's probably all illegal, well, you know, and, but and I, since, I, I'd hope not. But Since I don't have kids, I never know what these kids these days are doing. But the fact is, it's like I wonder if kids are still doing fun stuff like that. No, they're playing video games. Well, that's... They're, I, they're beating hookers up on GTA. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, okay, maybe that's fun. I don't know, but... Not by my standards, man. I'd rather be outside, like, getting muddy. And, <laughs> I, mean, you know. I, I live too close, and I've lived in Jackson too long to enjoy i mean i've played real life gta yeah you know i well, don't need to play it on a video game and we're kind of joking about that but like i i used to have a friend that would always be like hey we need to go see this movie it's like all these shootouts and da, 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 da. And my thing is like no because i've seen the real thing like with all due respect folks if you're one of those people that like needs the blood and guts and like wants to beat up hookers on gta and stuff it's because you don't know anything about what's actually going on in the world and i'm sorry if that offends your feelings but it's the truth like if you have some kind of a thrill for that kind of stuff, it's because you, you've never been where it's actually going on, you know. Yep. All right. So speaking of Jackson. Yep. Y'all, <clears throat> yesterday was the final day of Save Jackson, the name. The end of an era. The end of an era. And I mean, frankly, it came a long time ago. Yeah. I just beat a dead horse as long as I could. Finally, I got to where I was never posting anything except memes making fun of Jackson. I was like, this has ran its usefulness. Yeah. Um, the page is just known as Clay Edwards now, and we'll be discussing everything from politics to pop culture, just like this radio show. Sure. It'll, it'll echo this radio show. Not saying we won't talk about Jackson stuff when, when we need it, but you know, I don't want to have to always put this disclaimer on there, not Jackson, but right. now it's just, we're putting out there what we want to put out there. Uh, so if you follow Save Jackson, you'll notice that it's just my name now. And I did start a, fa- a Clay Edwards show Facebook group. <clears throat> you got to go search it. Clay, just Clay Edwards show. I never use the, the. Mm-hmm. I, I, it sounds so presumptuous, <laughs> you know. It's like the Clay Edwards, you know. I was like Clay Edwards show, like it's just like show is my last name, mm-hmm. and Edwards is my middle name, and it'll pop up. It's a group. Send a request. I will add you as long as you, as long as I know you're a real person. Uh, gonna have to be able to confirm you're a real person. Yeah. No fake profiles. 
<clears throat> because you know there's going to be some trust. Uh, I don't want stuff screenshot and shared places. You know, oh, well, but you're also, not, not going to be able to avoid that, though. No, I know. You know. But, but you know, try try to be able to limit it a little bit. You know, with the fake profiles, because mm-hmm. it is a private group, so only the people in the group can see the group. Sure. But I know people are going to do what they're going to do. But it, you can limit some of it. Right. Uh, there will be no anonymous posts allowed either. Good. I don't know what is up with Facebook allowing these groups to do anonymous posts. Because it, I mean, it just stirs up. Well, it stirs up trouble, which makes their algorithms, you know. Whatever it is, it gets the clicks. Yeah, because I mean, to me, to, <laughs> to me, that's that's one thing that I, I know it's why some people like certain websites because they don't have to attach their names to them when they yeah. go to the comment sections. But I go, I attach my name to everything I post on the internet, right? And and for better or worse. Well, and I don't have any respect for anonymous commenters because they hurt people. Yep, it's just like what's know? the meanest thing I can say with no consequences, right? And uh, it goes back to enough people ain't been punched in the face. Yeah, yeah. And again, uh, you know, I understand there are times like I, I protect sources names and things like that. But when it comes down to it, if you just want to get on there to trash somebody because you've got a personal beef or because you're a coward and you don't want to say it out loud yourself, I've, I've got no respect for that. Uh, Tim sent us a text with a picture of his boy holding up something. It says, mine or not, Ethan ended the school year with his backpack and some Tannerite. Oh, they blew up a backpack with tannerite in it oh wow so yeah yep. good stuff there good stuff there yeah now that is fun i haven't done that in so long yeah it is it's that time and we probably need to do this do not try these things at home yep. these things have been done by trained experts blah 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 we need to have a clay edwards show field trip day out to some land <laughs> somewhere and just whoever wants to come come bring your guns oh, that couldn't go wrong could it? nothing nothing <laughs> could go wrong about that an open invitation of bring your gun and let's have a shootout sounds like the purge i don't want to do it uh, i'm not there it's an insurrection <laughs> no. this is where it all got planned okay i'm already like uncomfortable <laughs> we're all gonna end up on a government watch list no <laughs> let's uh let's take a break we'll yeah, come back please. land the plane for the day before we end up on a government watch list you're probably already on one i'd be disappointed if i wouldn't when necessary Man, what a fun show today. This has yeah. been all over the place, definitely. It, it has. The podcast will be available here shortly. Hey, man, if you uh, <clears throat> weather's going to be kind of kind of rough the next couple of days, you may not want to get out to go get your lunch or dinner uh, picked up or whatnot. Why don't you just use take-a-break deliveries? That's right. Have They're local. And local. Locally owned, veteran owned. Uh, and great staff working for them, too, man. Love their drivers. Um, and if you use the promo code, all caps, Clay601, you're going to get $5 off your delivery fee. Ton of great local and nationally owned restaurants there. Uh, and they are serving breakfast now. And we're delivering breakfast, should I say, starting at 8 a.m. in uh, Madison and Rankin counties only. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jackson. Messed it up for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but Rankin and Madison County, you get breakfast. So takeabreakdeliveries.com or... I don't have a clue why they don't deliver in Jackson. I'm just kidding about that. But yeah, not just, really. We just blame Jackson for I'm a, I'm going to speculate. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> Crime. No, hey, takeabreakdeliveries.com. Download the app. Take a break right. deliveries. All joking aside, mm-hmm. Capitol Police have done such a good job. Oh, they're doing great. That I've had to change the name of Save Jackson to just Clay Edwards. Right. Because, I mean, it's as safe as it's going to get. And I know that there's detractors, and I know that there's all kinds of people that say all kinds of things, but y'all, Jackson has seen a huge, well, it feels like a huge drop. I don't know numbers. I know you're keeping up with them, but 
Um, but 42. Capitol Police is doing their thing right now, mm-hmm. y'all. They are keeping the streets a lot safer than they were. They, 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 they are. And I mean, so much so that, and, I, and I'm only half kidding here, so much so that I, I don't have any content. Right. How about that? You know, and that's, that's why a good you thing. had to quit Jackson. <laughs> that's, and that's a good thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not complaining at all. I had no problem uh, closing that down when, when, the, when the time came. Now, unfortunately, there's tons of corruption and all that in Jackson. The Capitol Police has no, no, uh, no control over. And hopefully one day those chickens will come home to roost. Sure. Uh, sooner rather than later. And uh, free Anthony Fox. Hashtag. Free Anthony Fox. Therese, thank you. It was thank a fun you. show today. Y'all stay tuned to WYAB coming up next. Grow Your No with Kelly's Green. And followed by Jameson Haygood. And then Kim Wade will close us out four to six today right here. Local. Uh, that, that is our local lineup. I'll be back here tomorrow with Sean York Karan. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.